Many men wish death upon, and he just starts nodding his head. Welcome to episode 127 of Nebris Radio, episode 127 after 126. That's how it works. Maybe there was a few month break in the middle. It is April 23rd, the year of our Lord 2022. Nick, we took a break. So what? Big whoop. Yeah, we, we took a break. There's a, there's a couple things. Uh, first, first and foremost being um, the Bengals lost the Super Bowl. Let's go ahead and get out of the way. Just, I mean, yeah, rip the Band-Aid off, right? Let's let's uh, let's let's go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off. The Bengals lost the Super Bowl. Let's let's do some catch up here. Um, you know, almost like we never took it, never took a break. So that sucked a lot. Well, what hurts worse, that or CJ Uzama coming to the Jets? Definitely losing. Definitely oh, okay. Losing. All right, fair enough. De- definitely <laughs> losing. Uh, it's it was just ah uh, man, it was so close. It was so we, we had no business being in the game. The only touchdowns we got um, were off of missed, like blown calls. The, the T Higgins touchdown very clearly, very clearly yeah. a pass interference. Oh, yeah. But was it awesome? Absolutely. It was at what point in your gut were you like this game is over because it was a close game, obviously. Yeah. Did you have like the feeling like in like this, you know, at halftime at third quarter, at what point were you like, oh, no, I think things are going to start to go bad here. Um, I, I think I'm, I'm not I'm not obviously not going to say the turnover on downs to end the game. Oh, well, yeah. But uh, you I, I had faith say, until the fourth quarter. Like I want to say like, that, I want to say until they took the ball down and Cooper Cup could do anything he wanted to do. Uh, that's where, you know, as soon as that drive started and it was like back-to-back first downs mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, we're in trouble. Yeah. Like, the, I, th- I think this is it. Yeah. The, I mean, it was, uh, again, it was a great game. Uh, I, I respectfully did not text you at all during it, but I did text you afterwards. I was like, Hey man, like, sorry, sorry for your loss. And so condolences. So I, I had, I had DJ and, and his fiance over for it. Well, he was you. You had a documentary career with you, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, I did. That and man did not have a catch. You like, you were taking a sip. You were taking a breath. He had it all on camera. Yes, yes. Uh, and at one point, this is not on video. Uh, I can't remember what it was that happened um, because I was, um, let's call it a little under the weather. Uh, and by a little under the weather, I mean like probably like a twelve pack high noons. And, yeah, incredibly intoxicated. Not incredibly, um, but intoxicated. And at some point during the game, um, something happened, and my just immediate gut, like lizard brain reaction, was to punch the bookshelf that I was standing near. Um, little did I know, not okay. No, I knew it. I just didn't think about it. This is an IKEA bookshelf, so so it's particle board, and my hand went immediately through it. Yeah, that's 
did you get like the flakes in your knuckles, like flakes of the particle board? No, no, it was it was a, it was a clean, just like hole punch. It would have looked really fucking cool though on video if you got it. Maybe, yeah. I I, I, mean, I, I would have looked very strong. Well, that's what but I'm saying. You very, would have looked like very Hulk. stupid, very very stupid, because it happened, and I was like, shit. Shouldn't have did that. You know, it's it's like when you're coloring as a kid and you just color outside the lines a little bit and you're just like, shit. It's wrecked now. Um, but credit to DJ thinking quick on his feet. I mean, faster than I could have imagined doing it. His first thought. So it's 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 just a perfect like a perfect rectangle. And it's the same on both sides. He immediately looked at me, he said, pick it up, flip it over. And I was like, done. Immediately Fixed. flipped it over. Wife never knew. Still won't now. Doesn't listen to the episodes. I can't, I can't claim. I can't. Claim. <laughs> I, I, I have the guilty conscience where I was looking at it and I was like, I got to tell you something. <laughs> was it like a week later? How long did it go? Oh, it was probably like two, three weeks later. Okay. All yeah. right. So it was eaten away at you at night. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Look, I, I, this is just guys just being dumb. When you are angry, sometimes breaking stuff just feels good. Yeah, I, I, I will it's say a wave a of like a wave of relief flowed over me when after I did it, or I was like, oh, okay. But then I was like, you fucking idiot. You have the Im- immediate regret that first off, you look like a psychopath. And secondly, now you have to clean up what you just broke. Look, it, it, if it wasn't a thing, those smash rooms, they wouldn't exist. That's where you true. just go and you throw bottles and you smash shit that wouldn't exist if it didn't feel good just to break stuff. And, and you know, it can't be an every time something happens in your life. Like you can't stub your toe and immediately punch a hole through the drywall. doesn't work. You got to save it for like the once a year when it's something really big. I, the reason I asked if something went through your hand, I uh, punched a hole through my door when I was, I don't know, in like 10th grade, maybe. And when I punched through it, it was not like a real good door or anything, but it was like hollow on both sides, you know, in the middle. And I had a big piece of door sticking out of my hand and I immediately panicked and went downstairs and asked my mom to remove it for me. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? You're such a big man. You can punch a hole through the wall. You can take it out yourself. It literally was in my hand, maybe a centimeter, but it felt like I was pulling out a nice picnic. I was such a pussy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. So, so let's, let's go through some more life updates. What's Kyle, anything, you know, interesting and exciting happening in your life? Well, I got a haircut. Yeah. And then it looks good. I, I, thank you. I, I moved this couch upstairs. Like we had talked about, uh, I get new, new job start on Monday. Yeah. So didn't, didn't want to switch, but upper management at my last job didn't really give us much of an option. Every, everybody has quit from my last job, uh, get, getting a new car. Um, I ordered it's, it's a Ford Explorer, Nick. Hey, ordered it, ordered it joining the gang, me and yeah. you. We Explorer could do gang. We could do the least cool um, gang or club of all time. Just Ford Explorers. <laughs> and oh, uh, having a having a kid. Yeah, so, no big deal. Just having a kid. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that uh, confirmed yeah. one time sex ever. Confirmed. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. At so, least one time now. I, I mean, are, are we are we announcing on on the on the pod? What what gang you're also joining? Oh yes, it is a girl as well. Ha- hashtag girl dad. Hashtag. hashtag. Um, now um, you want to know what's weird about this? Guess who knew first that Kaylee was pregnant? Was it you? No. Was it? It was the dogs. No. Oh, who knew? 
a plumber that came to our house. So, so we had, we had an issue with one of our pipes backing up. And so the guy was like snaking out the drain and he was like, Oh, hang on. He was trying to figure out because basically we have two toilets that are very close in proximity but are in separate rooms. We have one that's off of our living room and one that's off of our bedroom, but they're only separated by maybe 10 feet. So he was trying to figure out where the blockage was. When he went into our master bathroom, you know, he was just talking to us, friendly guy. And Kaylee goes, hey, do you think that bathroom, like, does it smell a little funny to you? Like in that back corner? And he's like, no, I don't smell anything. 30 seconds goes by of just silencing goes, you're not pregnant, are you? And like, we both like, we're like, oh no, he gave it a little chuckle. And he's like, yeah, pregnant women, they can like always smell like random weird things that are not never really there. And so I was like, ah, that was weird. Guy goes about his day. I go upstairs. Maybe three hours later, I hear like a very like, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like a quiver in her voice of a Kyle. And I thought something was wrong. I ran downstairs and Kaylee was holding a pregnancy test. So the plumber uh, that has no relation to any of our family knew that Kaylee was pregnant first. No, not, not an MD, not an OBGYN just said, Hey, you smell, you're smelling weird pee. You're definitely pregnant. Yeah. He's like, ma'am, congratulations. You're pregnant. <laughs> he shook my the hand. Plumber diagnosed her. <laughs> he's that man came up toilets. He's like, he, he, I, I yeah. know what, it, I know what pregnant pee smells like. He gave me like a little like elbow tap. He's like, I guess I wasn't the only one clearing some pipes last night. Am I right? <laughs> I was like, but yeah, no. So uh, Kaylee is pregnant. Um, she's in the second trimester somewhere. I don't yeah. know exactly. She's so, um, uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. She's like, I think like 16, 17 weeks, somewhere around there. Okay. So we've had, uh, you know, multiple doctor's visits so well, far. So five good. months. Yeah. Uh, well, end of September. So uh, yeah. we're like almost halfway there. Yeah. Um, so panic, I mean, is immediately just oh, going through my body. Yeah. 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 It's just, you know, um, every fiber of my being is like, I, I, I don't know when, when, when my wife told me, I think the first because I, I, t- I let her know to begin with. I warned her. I said, look, um, I my, my emotions are broken. So, I mean, yeah, do not you- do not expect me to like immediately break down in tears when you tell me that we're pregnant. I promise you I'm going to be excited. But I I'm going to need like three to five business days to process this. Yeah, no, 100 percent. And. To Kaylee's credit, she did not even think about recording it. She yeah. didn't do, you know, didn't want to do a gender reveal, none of it. We found out the gender by the doctor sending us yep. an email. Like, they were like, yeah, you know, everything looks good. By the way, it's a girl. Like, just like dot, dot, yeah. dot, BTW, girl. <laughs> and that's how we figured it out. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I would be able to be recorded because, like you said, just emotionally just the emotions of like shell shocked just immediately immediately shell shocked and panic yeah you could have told me anything in the world right you could have told me like a tree just fell on our house or that you were pregnant i'd probably have the same reaction which would be like all right i i I don't know what else like my friend (laughs) he uh his wife posted a video the other day of their one year figuring finding out that they were like pregnant obviously the baby's been born and everything but um the, re- the reaction was her filming him just walking in and she had a bunch of balloons in her hands and he's just eating food and he just looks up and goes, what the fuck? And she goes, he goes, you're pregnant again, aren't you? She goes, yep. He goes, 
all right, cool. Let's do this damn thing. And I was like, that's a good reaction. Like, that's a good let's, reaction. Let's do the damn thing. Like, that's like, you know, look, hey, we hey, know. Let, let's let's get down to business. Rolling in the hay, you know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. you know, you, you can't be shocked. My, my favorite thing is people I don't really know or am not really friends with are going, did you, were you was like, is this planned? It's like, that's a really weird thing to ask somebody that you see once every five, six months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also the point in life where we are, where like you have a kid. I wasn't like shocked that you guys had a kid or anything, but I also have friends that have gone out every weekend for the last 24 to 36 months. Yeah. And they are in their like mid to late thirties with no children. So it's, it's just like a very weird time in life, but yeah, no, uh, got the, uh, actually I, I should have sent you the video. I caught it on the ring camera. Kaylee ordered a rocking chair for the um, hell yeah for the nursery but it's like a reclining rocking chair that's what oh, i was told dude yeah i told you i told you make sure it yep. reclines yep well they uh I, I came back from the gym and it was just in the middle of our driveway nice. and i was like that's a really weird spot to leave it and well, then I'm i sure realized it weighs like 95 pounds it weighs much more than that it is incredibly <laughs> heavy and kaylee was like don't worry it comes in like three pieces i'm like okay cool i'll just carry it up the stairs myself i get the box open nick the back piece weighs maybe eight to 10 pounds. That's one piece. Oh, it's the bottom. It's, it's very, very bottom heavy. It, 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 well, it comes in four pieces. There was two little decorative sides that slide in, totaling maybe a pound for both of them combined, and then 150 pounds of the base. Yeah. So I did the only logical thing I could. I somehow managed to lift it over my head and put it on my head like it was a shell. <laughs> I looked like an Amazonian woman carrying a giant jug of water back from their local watering hole. And you catch it on the ring and Kaylee's just, she's inside and you just hear her go, is it heavy? And I just have it over my head as I'm walking through the door. And I just go, well, it's not fucking light. <laughs> Carry it up the stairs. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So the rest of the, uh, the furniture will be delivered and assembled by somebody else. So yeah. I told Kaylee, I was like, I am not assembling a crib. Like if we assemble a crib, I'm going to have to get like a 45 pound plate and just drop it into the crib to make sure it's steady before we put a child in there. Cause I could not imagine me setting up a crib and then putting in like a, a brand new baby that has just entered this world and the thing just going and crushing it on itself. Yeah. That would be my biggest fear. Biggest fear. Now had when you, when Nan was pregnant, did you have any dreams about babies? No, no. I, you know, I didn't have any dreams about what the babies would look like or anything like that. I don't know. I it's, it's very strange, but I didn't have I didn't have dreams about babies or anything. I, I've had like one or two so far. One of them, the only one I can really vividly remember is somebody giving me another baby. And I'm like, how am I going to deal with two babies now? I was also convinced that we were having twins. The second Kaylee told me, I was like, oh, no, we're having twins. Like without a shadow of a doubt, we were going to have twins. So when we went and got the first ultrasound, they were like, all right, there's the baby and there's the heartbeat. And I was like, you said baby, right? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, singular, right? And she's like, uh, yeah. She's like, I'll, I'll, I'll look for two. So I had this lady just searching inside Kaylee's stomach, looking for a second child that was not there, thankfully. But I was convinced. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to pay for two babies. <laughs> it's just like, and I, I'm sure this is a, a very real thing that most parents go through. But anytime I'm like, I'm driving down the road, I'm like, that kid's going to have to go to college one day. Yeah. That kid's going to want a car one day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hmm. This is a completely different feeling than anything I'm used to experiencing. This, 
is Suius. <laughs> Man, I should really wish I wore a Jimmy. No, I'm just kidding. We were trying to have a kid. We were excited. We are excited. Super excited. Just, you know, the 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 nerves. It also doesn't really feel real until we go to the doctor. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, the, the baby definitely is in there. Um, and I, last time we were there, Kaylee, there was like some lady walking out. She's like, yeah, like due dates in like three weeks, like whatever, like the last doctor's appointment is like two weeks before or a week before. And Kaylee was just like, oh my God, like this just became like super even more real. And they like took her blood pressure. Like, like immediately she said that we got called to the back and they were like, oh, your blood pressure is a little bit higher than last time. She's like, yeah, no, I just got really nervous all of a sudden. And they were like, oh, that's normal. So, um. But yeah, no. So, uh, I mean, besides for that, just same old, same old playing uh, church league softball, Nick. Or not church league, playing softball, and that's pretty much it. Okay. So, it's uh, it, it's been eventful, to say the least. Now, I've been working out quite a bit because new job anxiety, baby anxiety, and then I'm just riddled with anxiety as a human being. Getting huge. So, yeah. So, uh, just, no, I, I just, I, I'm lifting Two, two times a week, I'm not doing legs just because I'm like, nah, I walk on them every day. I work them out, right? Like, I mean, that's how it works. I, I want my ass to look like uh, Hank Hills by the time I'm 50. Hell just like yeah. head to the calves, to the heels, just no bump, nothing whatsoever. Um, barely be able to hold my pants up. But um, like I said, I'm playing two different softball leagues. And I've realized the church leagues and soft, the church teams in the softball leagues I fucking hate. They're all cunts. <laughs> it's not not very Christian of you, Kyle. Well, you know what, Nick? I, I'm 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 sick of it because they're always assholes. They always are assholes. They always think they're super fucking cool and doing this, that, and the other thing. We had a guy last week that we played. First off, you get a screen, right? Like it, it's not like uh SA where it's like tournaments and stuff. They give you the picture a screen. This guy walks out there with a mask on, which all right, whatever but it moves the screen all the way to the side to as far as it can. So he's using it as an extra infielder. So they have six infielders now using the screen. Cause you, you have five and like good slow pitch leagues. And this I mean, team, at, at that point when he moves the screen or he's not actually you should using forfeit it, the screen that, or I would say, no, you have to use the screen. Well, if, if you're wearing a mask, I think you should forfeit the screen. I agree. Like, I, I think the mask, if you have, you have one or you have the other, you don't need to. But the dude's fucking adjusting his batting glove that's under his pitching glove. Like he's no more Garcia Parra. Like after every pitch, he's adjusting it, turning around, moving the guys around. All right, we got two. And then he gets up there and he's throwing knuckleballs. Hey, dude, it's coming in at 23 miles an hour. The ball isn't going to move. You're not throwing it with enough fucking velocity. And so I start, I, I get, I'm, I get so, I'm getting so mad at this guy. So my last at bat, I was like, fuck this dude. I hit a, like a, a ground ball, like line. It was like a hard ground ball back up the middle. And he like stared me down. Don't, I almost went out there and fucking grabbed him by his jersey and did a hockey fight to him. I would have grabbed his mask on his helmet and just wanted to punch him. You don't get to do that shit. Like you don't get to fucking bitch and complain when you have a net that's protecting you. You have a mask that's protecting you. And I hit a ground ball. It wasn't like I hit a line drive back up the middle at you. But the worst part about it is after the game, they're like, all right, guys, let's pray. And I'm like, I'm team Jesus. Like, I, I'm not going to not pray. <laughs> right. But I also do think it's like kind of, you know, anti-Christian of me to be like, to motherfuck this guy under his breath after he's saying a prayer, asking God to look over us in our second game of the, you know, the, the doubleheader we're playing. 
So I don't know. Am I a bad guy for that? Or is that a reasonable like response? Oh, no, it's absolutely reasonable. That guy's a fucking dick. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that guy. If, if, if you're, if you're going to forfeit the uh, if you're going to forfeit the little the little net, Perfect. yeah, that's Perfect that that screen. is there to protect you in case mm-hmm. there is a ground ball slash line drive. You don't get to get mad at someone when they hit a line, but like a ground ball or a line drive. That's, yeah. that, that is that is that is rule one. Yep. He also wears um, a headband like when he's pitching under his mask. But then when he goes up to hit, he doesn't put a hat on. He just wears his headband. And every single time he got a hit, because he got like three hits, of course, he fucking did like a 20 flip bat flip every time for singles. And I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. Like, yeah, you, yeah. No, if that's me, I say something. If that's me, I, I like whenever he stares me down, I'm going to say to him, you have a net and you're not using it. Don't get mad at me when there's a lot, when there's a ground ball right at you. Also, the best part about this, I and I completely forgot. I don't know how I didn't lead off with this. We played this team last year. I got to, I, I was at second. I don't know if I hit a double or whatever, but I, somehow I was at second base and someone hit like a pop-up on my team, like a mile high in the infield. And the guy just like didn't run to first. The ball was caught, whatever. But I was like, you fucking crushed that one, dude. Like just being sarcastic. The guy stopped, took his mask off, unbuttoned his lacrosse helmet. and was like, hey man, there are kids out here. It was a 9.30 start time on a Thursday. Maybe your kid should be in fucking bed. Like don't come out here and lecture me about using language. My, and I used my favorite response of all time, which I've used only a handful of times in real life. But I just looked at him and I said, I'm an adult who pays taxes. I can do and say whatever the fuck I want. And then he just stared me down and we just stared at each other. Shut up, man. Like, I, I can't stand people that are like that. They're like, they bring their three-year-old to a game and they're like, could you believe this adult who's completely by himself and not thinking about the children that are 200 feet away said, fuck? Like, don't bring your kid to the game. Don't bring your kid out in public if you expect the world to never, ever say a curse word around him. If you At expect point, kids to cater to you or expect people to cater to your kid. Yeah, it's not like it I'm out there. It is your job to, to cater to your kid. It's not yeah. everyone else's job. I'm not punching your child. I'm not doing anything that's like directly impacting them. You know what? If the kid's never heard fuck in his life, guess what? He's going to hear it at some point. It might as well be from the random guy he's never going to see again on a softball field versus you when you stub your toe. It doesn't matter. At some point, the kid's going to fucking hear it and he's gonna, you're going to have to deal with it. That's up to you as a parent. I'm not out here using my dick as the bat. You know, he's not exactly seeing lewd content. I just said, you fucking crushed that one. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like I'm using a slur or, uh, you know, anything like that. I'm simply just the F word. Probably one of, I would say, arguably top 20 most commonly used words in the English language. I agree. I mean, and. And I think uh, was it was uh, Larry David or Jerry Seinfeld. They have a bit about just there's so many different ways you can use it. It's a versatile word. So get over it. But it's always whenever we have these issues, nine times out of 10, it's against a church team in softball. And they always are bitching and complaining. and They berate the umpires. And it's like, you know what, guys, you don't get to come out here and fucking belittle the umpire and then go to church and pretend like nothing happened. Like you either got to be the bad guy or you're the good guy. Pick a side because I don't want to be in the middle. It, I, it annoys I, I, me. I implore you the next time you play this team. And if he does the whole net trick where you have, you have six infielders now. Oh, I, I, I implore you to say something. Or should I just go? I try to call time and move the net in front of him. 
just walk out and just slide the net and just walk back. No, no. I mean, there's there's no reason to be. I mean, maybe there is a reason to be. There's no reason to be like that petty. But at the same time, I would say, I would say, dude, you have the net. Use it or get it off the field. Use it or lose it, buddy. Yeah. Bucko. Hit him with a bucko. Bucko. Oh, that would just be a bullet right through him. Hey, guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, what what do you think is the most insulting um, non-insult? Is it bucko? Is it buddy? Is it guy? Champ. Buddy. Champ. Champ and bud really hurt. Yeah. What about chief? Chief, I, was, I feel uh, like he's up there. Hey, boss. Boss, I feel like isn't too bad. I think Chief is a one that's like underrated, like very underutilized. So if you break it out, it's like, ooh, hey, this Chief. guy. Yeah. Hey, hey, Chief, why don't you go ahead and put the net where it's supposed <laughs> to be? Yeah, I mean, if I were you, I would, I would, I would, you know, um, I'm going to be practicing this. In the yeah, room. yeah, exactly. I, I, w- I would, I would run through it um, and troubleshoot a little bit and see which one fits the best. You know, hey, Chief, hey, Champ. Cause well the last hey, bucko, thing you want uh, bucko uh, I don't know yeah bucko's a little childish yeah it is that's like maybe it's got to be somebody younger than you yeah like maybe like a 20 21 year old yes um, yes well, I was gonna say I have to practice it because the last thing I want to do is fumble that on the way out of my mouth yeah and because you can't deliver a good insult with a fumbled uh, start it, it just never ever will work yeah so hey, hey chief use the net or get it off the field yep. That's that's that was pretty good. Thank you. I appreciate that was that. like raw dog, no practice. Yeah, you you well, you've probably used Chief driving home angrily from work sometimes. Uh, I, I've I've started and, leaning. I've started leaning into brother. I don't know why. Uh, I've been using brother a lot, but not sarcastically. Just like good job, brother. Yeah, Over. yeah. I I mine mine is almost like going back to like classic. Oh, brother. Like or, or or something happens, I'm like, or someone's doing something stupid in front of me in traffic. I'm and like, like, brother, what's brother, going on? What are you doing? That's see, that's like a nice way to say it. I feel like though, that's 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 that. Well, again, you have a child, so now yeah, I can't, you I can't have, really go with hey, fuck face. What are yeah. we doing? Because yeah, I mean, the last thing I need is my kid, my kid going to daycare and calling other kids fuck face. Well, I was going to say, have you had to start watching your language? Like, so I have a good friend um, and when he, his son was a little bit younger, I said, fuck in front of their house. And he just ran around their house just saying fuck for, I don't know, 45 seconds straight before he realized his mom was going to spank him, give him a little boop on the butt. But um, have you had to watch what you say and watch the music you listen to? We're getting very close. We're, we're, we're getting very close. Um, We have to sort of prompt her to say things. And everything kind of sounds similar. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, her favorite words are puppy and bubble. Okay. Um, Two good words to like. Yes. She she loves puppies. She loves bubbles. Um, she met a horse for the first time this past weekend. She's I had a, a big fan. Well, I was going to say, I had a friend once tell me, and this has always resonated with me, you can't trust anything with that long of a face. So horse, zebra, cows are borderline, but I don't know. Did she sit on it? Just pet it? What did no, you it, it was so it was it was at Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, and okay. she just she just pet it. You know, it was the Clydesdale, so it was the Budweiser Clydesdale. Okay. Um, so she just pet it, and you know, she took a picture with it, and she she was in love. Um, so my wife and the baby did that because I I similar to you, I don't do horses. I, They're too big. 
that's that's too damn big. I don't I'm not going to mess with that animal. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure that animal is very funny and very loving and mm-hmm. smart. That's cool. Um, too damn big. Well, it's like the, the people that like go and sit on elephants in like Africa and they do like that. No, like, no, never in a million years. What's the biggest wild animal you feel comfortable approaching? I don't know. I don't. I'm not even comfortable around deer. Like I, I, I deer. Uh, no, well, because deer, they could spike you to death. They also stomp you. Like well, stomp you out. Their, their hooves are sharp as shit too. Yeah, I mean, when that deer got stuck in my fence in the backyard, terrifying. I was terrified. Uh, it also shit all over the place and oh, it stunk so bad. It was horrible. It smelled so bad. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe like. Um, I don't like reptiles. I was going to say a turtle, but I don't like turtles. No, I don't. I don't they like, can get run I don't, over, I don't like snakes. I turtles are okay, but I'm super scared of getting bit by a turtle because mm-hmm. they have like the beak. It's like super sharp. Their, their elbows and arms are just weird too. Like the big turtles are all scaly. Oh God, it grosses me out. Uh, yeah, um, not, not a big fan of turtles or snakes. Um, I don't like lizards. Lizards. I can deal with like a gecko. I could deal with that if I had to pick it up. My buddy had a bearded dragon when we were yeah, in those high are school. Way too big. And yeah, no, he put it on me. And I, I, I don't like, I had just never experienced a lizard like that. And he like, let him sit on me. His name was Carlos. And I, I don't know why, but my, I just like kind of froze where I was like, ah, I don't like it. Could you pick up a little gecko? Like that just runs around in the backyards. Like the, the wild gecko. Yeah, probably like the little, yeah, I mean, that's the like, little newt. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's not going to do anything. Maybe like, um, I don't even like frogs, really. Like, I always just shoo frogs away. Like, Kaylee's dad I, I, I picks up to, frogs. I used to have a lot of frogs in my uh, my shed last year. And and I, I will say, some of them were like, you couldn't see them mm-hmm. until you open the shed and they jump out at you. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, not a big fan. Um, So I think what we're saying is like a, like a guinea pig is probably like the biggest animal we would run into the wilds. And well, by the way, where do like those small animals come from because you've never seen a guinea pig in the wild or a hamster in the wild. No, no. So guinea pigs and, and, and uh, hamsters, they, they tend to live in South America. Uh, well, that's why I've never seen one. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like dogs don't really scare me that much. No. Even, even if it was like a stray dog and it was, no, like, I've, I've, it, was I've, it was, I've, it was grumpy. Like I can I, befriend a dog. I, I mean, I could befriend a dog, but if, I, if it was like it was like a wild dog coming at me, I feel like I could handle it a little bit. Like a wolf? Like, no, no, like no. a like, wolf, like, a, wolf, like a dog. Wolves are sneaky big. Okay. Um, what about like a fox then? Fox are only like the size of like uh, like a thirty pound dog at the biggest. Yeah, that's a huge fox you're, you're talking about. Yeah, they're most of them are like 15, 20 pounds. Yeah, I, I mean. Guaranteed, I think I could be guaranteed no rabies. Oh yeah, no rabies. I, I could take. I could take. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I think yeah, I would say like a like a fox, maybe like um a possum. Like a, nah, I don't like possums. They freak me out. They're supposed to be like friendly. I mean, I I think I'd like to have like a pet possum. No, you wouldn't. No. No, dude. There was a girl that we went to college with, and um, she like. I don't follow her on Instagram. So he sent me her story and she was like, she's super Southern. She's like, y'all there's a 
possum in my bathroom how did it get in here <laughs> and it was just like a fucking possum just chilling she's like how do i get it out she's like holding her baby like i don't know get the baby away from it first things first like well they, that- they can't get rabies one well the, yeah and then they eat that they, no, they eat ticks they eat yeah. ticks yeah. yeah good for the environment it's like spiders i fucking hate spiders they kill the the mosquitoes though yeah what's the biggest spider you could deal with Daddy, um, yeah, you're scared of spiders. I'm not. I'm not scared of spiders. I mean, I. Again, I don't want. I, it, I don't want it on me. But if it, if I'm in the same room as a spider, or it's like on the floor, I'm not like. Ah! Yeah, I might have to. I mean, like I said, I, I had to grow up quickly when Kaylee moved in. I had to become yeah. the man of the house, kill a lot of spiders. But I I am thinking of in investing in um like those the salt guns that you shoot the <laughs> insects with yeah well i just feel like if we're going to be sitting outside in the backyard like i want to make sure i'm i'm, I'm going to be hunting i'm out i'm, I'm going to be protecting the baby. McGraw. yeah maybe you get two and i it's like the 1887s or whatever from uh, call of duty where they're like um i was thinking about maybe doing that so we'll, we'll have to see but i do want to say with with the softball i know you played in it a softball league weirdly like a lot more exercise than you expect because there's only 10 people usually on the team. So you're constantly moving. Like mm-hmm. the ball's always being put in play. You're never, there's never really any walk. Well, there's walks, but there's never strikeouts or anything like that. So the ball's always put in play. You're always moving. I, uh, I invested in an Amazon halo for the people that are watching, which is like a whoop. Um, but if like whoop was maybe dropped on its head as a child, hey, like, okay. it's just like, it's just like a, it's a not as good one, but it also, has the ability to listen to your voice to judge your tonality throughout the day. Don't have that feature set up. Don't want Amazon listening to me. One, because they're gonna be like, wow, this guy's like really grumpy. And two, I don't want to have the the thing be like, hey, you you might want to get on an antidepressant. Like you're very grumpy all the time. Um, but I'm now addicted to uh, to appeasing this Amazon halo. Check, like I'm working out. Stats at the end well, of the day. yeah, I, I'm working out just for the sake of to check off the box. Like, I don't want to work out. I don't want to go for a second or third walk throughout the day, but I can't let down. I can't let down the, 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 the Amazon lady. Yeah, no. Cause she would be devastated. She'd be like, I thought we were doing so good. Like there's no, we, I thought we had something special. Yeah. But Nick, my fucking feet are done. I know we've, we've covered (laughs) my feet a lot on this, this show. I'm in for a world of hurt as I get older. Like uh, at at one point, I think it was during part of my take. um, They were interviewing Bill Walton. And he was just like, I thought it was just normal for like my feet to hurt all the time. That's the point in life where I am now. Like we have a, we have a sharper image Theragun. Okay. And I have to use it on my feet every night. That's, that's something special. Can you, and I know you're not a podiatrist by any means, but is it possible to get an arch medically implanted in your foot? I, I, I want to say there are some corrective surgeries, but I don't, I, I don't know. Cause I've had in the past week, Kaylee and somebody else say like, look at those flat feet. I'm like, you guys are just That's, being mean. It's not very nice. But like, do you know how embarrassing that is to before softball people have like a Theragun, they're working on their back or sh- I'm on my feet. That is just embarrassing. I mean, you, you, you know, your weak spot. I'm, I, I guess, you, like you said, you know who you are, but I just wanted to say it, it, getting 
and I, I've, I've tweeted this no less than 10 times because that's how many times I've tried to get in shape in the last few years. Getting out of shape will always be more fun than getting into shape. Yes. Yes. Like there, there's, there's, and I have people, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, where they're like, but after working out, you feel so great. And sure. Yeah. You feel a little bit better because you feel like you've accomplished something. Being stuck under heavy ass fucking weight isn't fun. <laughs> no. Walking on a stairmaster and sweating your balls off, and you look at the heart rate thing because you grab the little handles, and it says like 170, and you're like Googling, like, how hard can a human heart go before it explodes? Mm-hmm. That's not fun. Like, none of this is fucking fun. I know you've had your, your fair share of getting in shape. Um, well, you were posting your dump truck of an ass when you were doing sprints. So I, I just wanted to get your opinion on it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think we covered when uh, my, my, I had the lower back thing going on earlier this year in like January, a couple months ago. And I started going to physical therapy and, and every like I showed up and she was like, sit down. And she's like, oh, you sit wrong. She's like, stand up. She's like, oh, you stand up wrong. She was bend over, touch her toes. She was, oh, you bend wrong. I was like, is there anything I do right? And she's like, no. Eat. <laughs> you eat. You're eating good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so I, dude, it's it's so weird as I'm getting getting older. Um, I'm like, I, I have to be more mindful of how how I move because I've done everything wrong for my entire life, and so now I'm paying for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, just like engaging your core whenever you do basically anything is like it's super weird. Then engaging your core is not what you think. It's not like flexing your abs. It's the way that she described it was um, as if you're buttoning a tight pants. Like that's engaging your core. Got a lot of practice doing that. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's I don't know. I'm, I'm my back's doing better, but it's just like trying to now find the motivation to go work out and actually do things. Oh, yeah. And well, and having a back injury is the absolute worst because you can't do anything without it hurt. Did you get to the point where you were sleeping on the floor? No, no. Okay. No, I've had my back in college. I messed it up twice. The first time I was squatting and I had way too much weight on the bar and just completely folded in half like a suitcase. (laughs) And that wasn't fun. (laughs) And I, she said, there's, I guess, the four main muscles that run up your back, two on each side. She's like, yeah, you've like just basically pulled all of these or like strained all of these. I was like, yeah, I can't do anything. And then the second time I was walking down the stairs and it felt like someone, I thought someone shot me in the back with a paintball. That's like the the feeling I got, like that shooting pain. And I was like, oh, this is very not good for being 21 years old. Mm -hmm. But it really is like once you turn like 26 or 27 if you're not like already very physically active you just fall off a cliff yeah your body just stops i'm finding gray hairs in my beard now nick i just turned 29 and it's 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 all coming very quickly it's it's all it's all coming it's a freight train yeah it's a freight train that's coming at me um but in the honor of us you know trying to get back in shape i would like to power rank this because i went out to breakfast uh last week you just had breakfast with your family Power rank these foods. We Mount Rushmore, whatever you want. Pancake, French toast, waffle, omelet, or other. So if you want to throw in uh, a Greek yogurt parfait, if you want to do cereal. But I, I want to get your power rankings. Okay, are we, are we just power ranking this and d- just comparing? Yes. Okay, first, uh, first, all right. I need to and make something to, very to, clear. To, and I want to also clarify, the 
waffle, French toast, pancake, they can or cannot have butter, whipped cream on them, and syrup. So wh- however you like it. Okay. Um, so first and foremost, French toast. French toast is king. Um, it is better than both pancakes and waffles. Um, just because there's so much you can do with French toast. Um, like from from the, the egg wash that you put on the French toast down to how, what you top it with, whether that's apples or blueberries or just regular old syrup. Um, French toast is customizable. You can make you can make savory French toast. So French toast is king. Um, second, waffles. Wa- waffles, waffles are, are waffles are better than pancakes. Tim the Tap Man said it best. Waffles are better than pancakes. Um, third, coming in pancakes. Um. And the, I, I, I think we have it almost right in, in, the, in the way that you described it. It goes French toast, waffle. You know what? I'm pivoting. I already came around on this. We're going French toast, waffle, omelet other than pancake. Okay. And is your, is your third, is it an omelet or is it the other? Is it cereal? Is it a parfait? Because um, you can't say like a fucking Greek right, yogurt right, right, right. is better than a pancake. That's just nice. I agree. I agree. So certifiably insane. So my other. All right. Let me get this straight in my head. French toast, waffle, egg sandwiches, pancake, omelet. Okay. That's good. Mine would be very close list. You went with French toast first. That is the highest floor lowest or highest ceiling lowest floor prospect of this draft you think so a bad french toast hey, sucks you know bad I, french I, toast is bad i'd man. rather to have loved and lost than never loved at all that that's fine i'll, that's sw- fine. I'll that, swing and miss on a big prospect that's fine i'm gonna go with a waffle one because simply you can't mess it up like, because these waffles, they're, it's, they're not making them by hand. It's going in a waffle maker, and it's going to come out. You're getting the consistency. You're going to get that same every single time. Now, how you dress that waffle up is a make or break. Are they just slinging out a waffle and it's shit? They don't give you anything with it? Or are they putting whipped cream on it? Are they going to put some strawberries on it? it? What type of syrup is it? Is it like the, the homemade syrup that they give you where it's like water, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Give me antimimus. Give me something with sugar in it, right? So I'm going to go with the safest pick in this draft, which is a waffle one. My second is a boomer bust. It's French toast because you have the ability to stress it up. Okay, so you're 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 of the mindset of picking Aiden Hutchinson first. Yes, absolutely. Can't miss. Motor. You know what you are getting with him. Bring his his hard hat and his work and his lunch pail every day to work. Okay. Second, I will get fancy with it. I will go with French toast. You want to know why? Like you said, you can do so much stuff with it. You can even there's a place here called the Famous Toastery. They do stuffed French toast where you can put peanut butter in it, believe it or not. Oh, very good. My third, I will go with, if egg sandwich is on this list, which was a big oversight on my part, I will go egg sandwich. Now it has to be an egg sandwich from somewhere above the Mason-Dixon line on the East Coast. The egg sandwich is down here. They suck balls. They're awful. Third, I will go. it, it It has to be like an over medium egg, right? There has to be some yolk in there. A little bit of run. Okay, yeah, a little, little bit of run. Not, not I don't, I don't want to wear it. No, well, because have you ever got egg yolk on your hands? It's yeah. impossible to get off. Yes. 
Um, third, I'm or fourth, I'm going to go with uh, pancake. It's just it's just bland. It's boring. Everyone does it. Uh, there's no flair to it. And a bad an overcooked a burnt pancake sucks. Like chocolate chip pancake, like the absolute ceiling of pinnacle. a pancake of a pancake is I, I I mean is maybe like a mid-tier French toast. Yeah, I, I would 100 percent agree with that. So why not go for the boomer bust? Why not go for a guy that's gonna be able to put up 30 and 30 in a season? Right. Like let, why not go for the prospect that has all pro potential? Mm-hmm. Versus the guy who maybe is topping out one or two Pro Bowls. Yep, exactly. Um, and miss miss me with blueberry pancakes. Miss me with that shit. Like, give me the fake blueberries if you're going to even do a blueberry pancake. Uh, lastly, I'm going to go with an omelet simply because, like, that, at be- best case scenario, you get, like, a, a Southwestern-style omelet. Worst case scenario, you're getting, like, the runner's breakfast. They always, they always call it something like that, right? The runner's breakfast where it's egg whites and whole grain toast. And you're like, this fucking sucks, and I just paid $12 for it when I could have made it at home for maybe 75 cents. So, so feels good we, to get. Do you want to go over some misses that we missed? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, an undrafted free agent is going to have to be serial. Yes, first, first call right after the draft ends. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, now, where are we going with this? Uh, um, we, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Anywhere we want to go, Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch is great. However, off the field stuff, off the off field the issues, field, roof of the mouth issues. Yeah, I, and I, I tweeted this uh, a few months ago where I had two bowls of Captain Crunch after not having it for a while, and the calluses on the roof of my mouth were not there. It, it, it's it, yeah, you're it's not in game shape. You're not in game shape. Was not in game shape at all. Um, yeah. So so Rudy Pebbles. If, if, is if anything, if anything, I would I would say Captain Crunch is like Eddie Lacy. Yeah. No, I, I would has agree. Tr- with that. Has trouble staying in shape. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, but when but when they're when they're when, when they're in their prime, they're hard to stop. Yeah. Um, would you say Fruity Pebbles is similar to Tyreek Hill then off the field issues? But when they're on there, when when it's hitting, it's hitting. It's doing amazing. Uh, I would say almost. Um, oh, let's. Who was a big? Because Cinnamon Toast Crunch is like Kurt Warner, pit, right? Um, no, I would say I would say uh, I would say Fruity Pebbles are like um, David Boston. Okay, where they they have two seasons of absolute nuclear hot 100 receptions 1500 yards 17 touchdowns and then um the peds wait peds wear off and they're soggy in the bowl and they can't stay on the field you're not building a franchise around them just like you're not building a month-long breakfast around them you're not meal prepping with them do do you agree with me though that um cinnamon toast crunch is like kurt warner or uh, tony romo it's a blue chip of the unsigned guys yes yes yeah, that's that's. I mean, I know I know David Boston was a first round draft pick, but I mean, like, at just a comparing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's a flash in the pan, like you said. Once an it wears Arian off, Foster, it... an Arian Foster, perfect, great analogy. Two or three um, seasons of leading the league in rushing, but after that, kind of fell off a cliff. Now, uh, a Greek yogurt is something. It's a grab and go type guy. It's uh, who's the guy that was um, on the Patriots, scored four touchdowns, and was cut the next week. Or Jonas Gray. Was. Yeah, that's that's a. Um, Jonas Gray, Texas A&M. That's a Greek yogurt type. I'm still in game shape, Kyle. Still in game shape. Yeah, he probably is. You can go out there. uh, Maybe (laughs) uh, the Barry Sanders of food. Retired, left too early. Still still got miles on the legs. He can go. Um, Anything else we're missing? Um, Uh, 
I, I would I would say um, a Waffle House uh, hash brown bowl. Okay. Where you can eat. That, that's it's like an amalgamation of of sausage, hash browns, runny eggs. You can put some onions and jalapenos in there like that. That right there. That's like uh, that's probably that's like a Debo Samuel almost. That, I mean, I, I would I would almost call it a team effort. I would say that's like like a two like that's like that's like the um, that's the 15 and one Patriots. I was going to say that or the, like the one loss, the one last is the end of the game when you sit in the toilet. Great analogy, Nick. Perfect. Well, after that analogy, let's hop right into this is an <laughs> old school episode. We're going to do first half life, second half sports. Let's get ready for um, the NFL draft, Nick. Yes. Hell yeah. This is the Super Bowl of it for Jets fans. Yeah, this this is this is what you live for every season. Jets fans again, we're undefeated against the offseason. We've never lost an offseason. Um it's mock draft season and we are at the point now in mock drafts where guys everything has been played out so much that they can't do anything more. Like it's just they have Kayvon Thibodeau going in the 3rd round, they have Aiden Hutchinson going 7th. They have Sauce Gardner going first. Everybody's just making stuff up now it, to try every, to everyone's it. everyone's just in their own head. And they're 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 making mistakes now. They're overthinking they, it. They're they're out of the kiss mindset. Keep it simple, stupid. Like yes. we all know what's going to happen. So um, I believe you had a, a mock draft that had quite a few shockers in there, right? Yeah. So I've I've got a few things up. Um, I, first of which being uh, a a mock draft from Tom Fernelli, um, friend friend of pardon my take. Uh, this, so this came out yesterday at 8.41 a.m. So this is, this is fresh, hot off the press. Uh, first of which being, they, I mean, he didn't overthink it too much. Aiden Hutchinson going first overall to the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. I almost hope that the Jags go Thibodeau first. Why? Just so you can wreck my day? No, no. Um, I, I, almost, I almost hope Thibodeau goes first. Because I want to see Aiden Hutchinson stay in Michigan. I want him to stay Fair in Detroit. Enough. I want him. I want like. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I I I'm an Ohio State fan, so he kind of wrecked my season last year. But at the same time, I I would I I liked I like that story of like like you know while I hate while I hate Michigan, the hometown guy coming home to save Detroit is enough of an underdog that I love to root for him. Mm-hmm. So. So I, I think it would be a cool story for him to stay home and save the franchise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, being Aiden Hutchinson. Second overall, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau to the Detroit. Um, third, the uh, the Texans taking Evan Neal, who, I mean, Evan Neal, I think might be the best prospect in the draft. I disagree. I think he's really good, though. I think Ike Aquano is probably a little bit better. Really? I think Ikiquan is really, really good. I agree, but I, I think I think Evan Neal is just on a different planet, dude. He's like a freak. Did you his combine picture where he was like he's he a skinny like, guy, but he's just yeah, he weighed like three. Would he weigh like um like three thirty seven? Yeah, and he looked like he was like two twenty five. Yeah, yeah. He Crazy. he looked like a linebacker. He looked like yeah. a linebacker, but he's six foot seven, three thirty. Craziness. Um, so third was um, Evan Neal. Yep. So Jet, Houston Jets pick fourth overall. Um, Ahmad Gardner sauce. <clears throat> what? Really? Pick. 
Uh, I don't. You, I don't see the point in drafting. The whole the issue is the AFC East is so fast. It drafting a cornerback doesn't make any sense. And and I I don't even know who he has picking at ten. I don't think they would go double defense. It wouldn't really make much sense. Mm-hmm. But the only way to slow down Tyree Kill, Waddle, Diggs, um, all these guys is to get after the quarterback. You need an edge rusher. And the Jets don't have one. Carl Lawson coming back off an ACL t- or an Achilles tear. So we'll see what we get from him. But Sauce Gardner is not stopping Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle. Who you do can you get have in this pick? Who do you have in this pick? Um, from what I've seen from like, or what I've been listening to from different people, most people had Kayvon Thibodeau available at four. Okay. Where, had, where, where do the Lions go to? So the Lions were going, um, it was either Ikea Kwanu. They were going offensive line. And then it was weird. It was Houston was going offensive line as well, or they were going with Kayvon, I think. But right now the under over is at four and a half for Kayvon Thibodeau for most sports books. Okay. So I think he, there's a good chance he could slide to the Jets. So if that's possible, I would prefer for Kayvon Thibodeau. If not, at four, they're going to have no trade partners. So take your pick of wide receivers, which one you want. At four, four. Um, is I would so high for a receiver. Yeah, but it, it, you're going to get more value out of a wide receiver than you are out of a cornerback. Sauce is good, like he's very good. He's going to be probably the, he's going to be like I would. I'm not going to say a generational cornerback because I don't know yet. But like he has like definite cornerback one. Mm-hmm. But I would rather them just get the wide receiver that they want and then a ten get Jermaine Johnson or whoever their best edge is available. Okay. Um, but if they took if they took Sauce at four. And then went wide receiver at 10. I would live with that. Um, you just have to get one of the second tier edge rushers at 35 or 38. All right. Um, five for the New York Giants. He has Icky Iquano. So Giants getting Icky Iquano at five. Good pick. Um, six, Panthers. Kenny Pickett. Um, Charles Cross, offensive lineman, Mississippi State. Okay. Um, seven. This is where I thought you were going to go. So if you want, an edge rusher here at four. Um, number seven, Giants second pick in the, in the top 10. Trayvon Walker from Georgia. Yeah, I mean, I six, so five, 270. I, I I mean, was it, he's was it Chris Sims that had him as the number two? Chris Sims edges, though, he had Kayvon at like six. So you got to take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, he's... he. It's I don't know maybe George Karloff this two to the Jets I don't fucking know but anyway George Car- George Karloff is that high would be crazy I mean you mean second round no at like you would have to get him at like ten or trade back to like the late first round oh uh, yeah I, I think George Karloff is is a is, he's like the fourth or fifth best edge rusher yeah I, I think he's a fringe first round guy honestly um so then he has so- a mock trade from the Atlanta Falcons. I think the Falcons could be the first team to take a wide receiver off the board. Okay. And this though, he has a, uh, a, a mock trade. Oh, where did my thing go? Um, he had a mock trade with the, with the Falcons and the Packers. Okay. And he has the Packers at the eighth overall pick selecting Garrett Wilson. Okay. Well, wide receiver from Ohio state. Then um, ninth pick. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, Derek Stingley Jr. Way too high. He's, I think so too. Uh, he's well, a, I mean, he's he's, he's, he's a boomer dirty. Bust guy. 
He's a but like, bust guy. It's it's the same thing with the Jets with the rumors of Drake London. When you have like cornerbacks and wide receivers with feet and ankle injuries, it's always like so scary. Yes. Yes. Um, so 10th pick, Jets second pick. Um, Jamison Williams, wide receiver, uh, Alabama. I'd like that. I mean, he's yeah, the closest you're, thing you're, to Tyreek Hill in this draft. And you're they were ta- you're to go talking about Hill. speed. Yeah. Um, 11th, Washington, Washington Commanders. Um, Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton scares me. Uh, why, I, I just don't. Uh, this is a very deep safety draft. I don't understand picking one in the top 15, top 20 picks. I, you I, get I really good ones in the second round. I don't I don't know, man. Um, the 40 time scares me, but on tape, he's looked great. Yeah, I mean, he's a stud. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but you can get like Jalen Petrie in the second round. Um, 12th overall, the Vikings. He has Trent McDuffie, the corner from Washington. I think that is a reach. Yeah, well, I saw him getting mocked at the end of the first round. I think he's a first-round guy. Don't yep. get me wrong. Um, 13 overall, the Texans, Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson is an interesting prospect because I I don't, I don't think he is a physical freak. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you think he's a Do you think he's a 10, 15 sack guy in the NFL? I think he's probably closer to 10 than 15. Um, I heard one guy say that he had the best spin move in the draft. Now, I do like him because he's a worker. Like, he's like a guy that's like, I wouldn't say like an under, kind of an underdog, right? He went Juco, went to Georgia, then played for a shitty FSU team. I think if he was on a nationally ranked good team, he'd be getting a lot more love from the media. I mean, he was. He was was at Georgia. Well, but then he transferred to FSU. His final year was at FSU. I know, but why? Just to get the playing time, maybe? I don't know. I don't know, but um, from what I saw, the reports of the uh, senior bowl was like that. He was just fucking dominating everybody, and he wasn't going against scrubs. He was going against um, Trevor Penning, Trevor Penning, which, and, which um, Trevor Penning, the stuff coming out of the senior bowl was crazy, too. Yeah, but also he just kind of seems like a bully and like I don't think his apparently his hands got really far apart when he's blocking, but also the the guard from Boston College he was going against who was Zion uh, Johnson. Zion Johnson. Yeah, I was gonna say Ezekiel, but I knew that was wrong. Um, but he's you know got a first round grade on him. Um, so he wasn't going against scrubs. So we'll see. Um, 14th, the Ravens pick, Jordan Davis. I don't love that pick for them. I don't know, man. The Ravens are they always fucking hit on their draft picks, though. That's that's so, true. Um, I, I just don't like that pick for them. Why do you need a nose tackle? I, I, I don't know. I just, I think anything they go, I I don't, I, to be honest, I don't watch enough of the Ravens to even know if like their linebackers were like the, the reason, like the jets need a, um, a nose tackle when they are, obviously they have Quinn Williams, but they need another run stuffer is because like CJ Mosley had like a great year statistically, but he was getting blown up and getting run over. Like he, like they were just getting to him with a full head of steam and he was just holding on and making tackles. But I don't know. I, again, I don't watch enough of the Ravens to even give you a, an intricate thought. Um, 15th pick Chris Alave from Ohio state. I, I think, I think Alave is nasty. His, his, his running is insane. And he is, he's, like he's such a smooth like runner. Route runner. Mm-hmm. No, not not even route runner. He's like his his gait and his and his stride is so smooth. He's going so fast and he just runs by people. 
Um, 16th overall. This is where it gets weird. 16th overall, Sam Howell, North Carolina. Sam Howell should go in the second round if you ask me. And that is to the Saints, right? Yes. Six when you have two eighteen. Um when you have basically every quarterback still on the board. Yes. And also, I mean, there's been questions about his um his footwork. There's been questions about his arm motion. Um I I mean, don't get me wrong, he attacks defenses. He is an aggressive quarterback, but I I don't know. Um I don't think 16 is the right spot for him. I think the Saints could have got him in the second round. Yep. Um, all right, 17, Drake London's off the board. Drake London to the to the Chargers. I don't know. I, Keenan Allen turns 30 next week. Um, I don't I don't I mean Drake, the thing Drake, is Drake, Drake London's the same receiver as Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. They're just gonna have three of them. The the thing that scares me about Drake London, like I said, foot injury. Um, he put up big numbers in a with no quarterback throwing the ball. I might as well have been throwing him the ball. But like oh, he well, doesn't right. respect Keaton Slovis. <laughs> it he doesn't look like he gets much separation. Like it looks like the vast majority is contested catches and then yards after the catch. And then he, did, he, he didn't, didn't run, run a 40. 40. Yeah, no. Again, his route running looked really good during his pro day. He looked fast. For, mm-hmm. And he also was listed at 6'5", and he was 6'3 and three quarters. So which why do colleges do that? Like, you're just setting your guy up for failure once you start. Like, mm-hmm. why give it? Like, just list him as your his actual height. Like, regardless if a scout loves him or hates him, they're going to find out his actual height. It's not going to be like, oh, we're going to draft this guy because he's 6'5", and then he shows up and he's 6'4", and they're not going to draft him. Either you like him or you don't, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Drake London scares me. I I with I think Traylon Burks is a better option at wide receiver than Drake London there, but what I really, I really, I think he's more of a Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. That's very fair. Like you said, but because Traylon Burks, like, I know he ran a four five forty, but on his film, he's running away from dudes. Like he is, and I'm not gonna say he's Jerry Rice, but Jerry Rice had that same thing where he's like, "There's a big difference between running a forty and running in a game away from people." Traylon Burks is just big and strong and can move. Yeah, he, I mean, Traylon Burks almost reminds me of Michael Crabtree. Yeah, which you could tell me Michael Crabtree was still floating around the NFL. I believe you. Yeah, and, and I mean, my, watching Michael Crabtree at Texas Tech, um, so I, I know Michael Crabtree is a bigger receiver. He's like he was like six one two twenty, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you could have told me Michael Crabtree was six five two thirty, and I would have believed you because that's yeah. that was how big he played at Texas Tech. He caught every 50-50 ball ever. Yes, he. You could have told me he was six six two thirty, the next Megatron, and I believed you. It wasn't until like I saw his actual measurables where he's like he was like six one two fifteen, where I was like, this guy is insane. Yeah. Um. But so I don't know Drake Drake London. He didn't even run it at the pro day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he has never ran a forty like in the last year. Like whatever. I'm sure he ran it when he was in high school, but still. Yeah. So that's strange decision not to run. Um. But all right, so that's 17, 18. He has George Karloftis uh, to, to the Eagles. Um, like I said, like, I think he is a fringe first round guy. 
Um, he's a bull rush guy. He doesn't have, he's got no bend to him, but he can just barrel people over. Yeah. I, I, and like uh, Tom Fernelli in, in this, he said, I think, I think Karloftis has tapped out on his potential. I think he's as good as he's going to be. Um, and, and sure he can play, he can play at this, um, at this level for, you know, five or seven years, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think, I don't think he taps out as a 20 sack guy. Yeah. Um, then he had sort of 19, this, the Saints second pick, um, a guy I've never even heard of, um, Bernard Ryman offensive lineman from central Michigan. Uh, he says, Oh, I think he's from like Europe or something. I think he's international. So he has Bernard. Uh, he says Ryman is the lottery ticket of offensive tackles in draft class. He is a tremendous athlete that you'd swear should not be as strong as he is when looking at him. He has terrific hands for somebody who's only been playing the position for two years. Um, so he played at Central Michigan, not facing a lot of NFL talent. He has great hands, a terrific athlete. Uh, I mean, I think I think the top of his potential is like a, a Jordan Mylata, you know, a guy that just doesn't play the position a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after a couple of years, figures it out and he's a physical freak. Um, I don't know. I've never heard of him. I'm trying to look up his bio now. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, I was right. The foreign exchange student from Austria. Interesting. I was right. Uh, and that was the second or the second Saints pick, correct? So I was 19. Yes. Okay. Who do we have at 20? Um, we're at 20, we have Malik Willis to the to the Steelers. Makes sense. They need a quarterback. Yes. Um, yeah. Trubisky is a good bridge. Um, good guy to learn behind too. Yeah, I mean, I hope the best for Mitch. I, th- I think Mitch is a great, great quarterback. He loves to kiss titties. He loves. I mean, same. <laughs> One of us, just guys <laughs> being dudes. Um, twenty-one. He has the uh, Pats picking De- Devin Lloyd. That is like par for the course. That, yeah, that that'll destroy out. the Jets for the next 20 years. That checks out. Devin Lloyd, New England Patriots, that checks out. He seems like a Patriots player. Excuse me. Now, are you surprised Devin Lloyd would be off the board before N'Kobe Dean? No. No, I, I think Devin Lloyd is um, unreal. I think N'Kobe Dean is unreal too, but I, I think Devin Lloyd's the better player. Okay, fair enough. Um, then here's the second half of that Green Bay Packers trade. Um, it's 22nd overall pick for the Falcons going Devonte Wyatt. I mean, the Falcons just have a million holes, so they just, best yeah, they, available they, just player. they just need to get better. Yeah. Um, 23, the Cardinals, Jahan Dotson. So the Cardinals just lost Christian Kirk to a ridiculous, stupid contract. Mm-hmm. Um, and they fill, they fill the position with basically a carbon copy of Christian Kirk. Yeah. Uh, 5'11, 180 from Penn state, a burner, um, 24th pick Nicobe Dean. This is where he goes off the, off, off the board. Um, and this is to the, to the Cowboys. I don't know why the Cowboys are picking a, a, a linebacker when I feel like they just been... got Micah Parsons. They picked three linebackers. This would be the third. What was the, the guy from Boise state, mm-hmm. Micah Parsons. And now this that's like right. within the last five years, right? Leighton Vander Esch, Leighton Vander Esch. Yeah. Yep. Um, 25th, this is another safety off the board for the, for the, for the Buffalo Bills, um, Jalen Petrie, uh, from Baylor. So I, 
he's that's a guy I thought I said I messed up his first name. I thought you can get him in the he would be a second round guy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So this this is my favorite guy in the draft simply because of what the the Bengals needs are. Um, twenty sixth overall to the Titans, Tyler Linderbaum. He's Ab- so good. He's so good, man. Um, and Tom Fernelli said, uh, honestly, if you were to design a center in a lab, it would look very similar to Linderbaum. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's 6'2", 300 pounds. Um, he's, you plug him in for the next 10 years and you're set. Yeah. He's ready absolutely. to go. Yep. Yeah. He's perfect. Yeah. And it, it, if the, if the Bengals hadn't just signed Ted Karras and Lyle Collins, mm-hmm. he is absolutely who I want. Um, now moving on to the 27th pick, the, uh, the bucks bucks go Kair Elam, um, corner out of Florida, big guy, big, strong, six to 200 pounds. Um, Antonio Cromartie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 28th, the Falcons second pick from, from the trade with the Packers, um, George Pickens, the receiver that, from Georgia. Yeah. That seems like a reach. If you're going to go for like, I don't know. I think Christian Watkins is the most underrated wide receiver in this draft. The dude from North Dakota State. Yes. He's fucking he's Drake London just without the injury history and, and a four three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 29th, another safety off the board for the Chiefs, uh, going Daxton Hill. He's good. Yeah, he is good from Michigan. Um, 30th, a Chiefs second pick in a row. Um, they have him they have them going Arnold Ebikity. Uh Ebikity. Um, from Penn State, the edge rusher. Um, I I mean, I didn't notice him when he was on the field at Penn State. Uh, so I mean, he's he's impressive athletically, but I don't I don't know I don't know enough about him. Thirty um, first overall, the Bengals. He still has them going offensive line. Um, Kenyon Green. Uh, he said the Bengals should never stop addressing their offensive line. <laughs> from Texas A and M, right? Yes, yes. Um, they have every, they do have everything they need in offense. They have Joe Mixon. Um, Joe Mixon's he, I mean, he just came off his rookie, uh, his rookie deal. Rookie deal. He's still got like two or three more years left on his legs easily. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, we have Joe Mixon. We also have a backup. Um, and Samaj P. Ryan, who's actually been pretty decent, mm-hmm. which I mean, whenever you saw him play at Oklahoma, you would have thought he was the next LT. Um, so we have, we have Joe Mixon, Samaj P. Ryan. We have, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd, I'm very happy he stuck around. I thought I thought he was going to be a free agent this year. Um, so we've we've got we've got three three receiver three receiving options. Um, we signed Lael Collins. We have uh, Riley Reef. I think is coming back off of injury. Correct. Um, I don't know. And Ted Karras, adding another Kenyon Green, Jackson Carmen. Um. I I wouldn't have minded going defense here, um, but offensive line is just as good to me. Um, offensive line, I think, is build a mid- the trenches. Yeah, build the trenches. Depth is never going to hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but second round, I would like them. I would like to see them go. Um, the corner from Nebraska. I can't think of his name. I have no idea. I haven't watched a snap of Nebraska football probably in the last decade. <laughs> um, oh, man, I can't think of his fucking name. I'm going to embarrass myself. 
regardless though i i don't know i just like you said we're at the point now with mock drafts where everyone's just throwing shit against the wall trying to figure out what's going to stick this is going to change 50 times probably before next thursday when the draft happens um but i'm excited to see what the jets do that like i said having four picks in the top 40 and then i think five in the top i, I don't know uh top 70 maybe because i know they have pick 69 which like that's nice nice um but it is the best time of the year for a shitty football team. It's yeah. Like you, 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 no matter who they draft, you're going to talk yourself into the Jets could take Drake London at 10 and be like, I mean, Mike Evans 2.0. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I mean, we, we didn't even talk about players like um, both of the, the, the running backs from Georgia, uh, Zamir White and James Cook. We didn't talk about Jalen Weidermeyer from, uh, mm-hmm. from Texas AM, who his measurables were awful. I mean, he ran like a 540, like a 501. Mm-hmm. But on tape, he looks he looks fluid. He looks he makes plays on the ball. I was thinking of the corner from Nebraska, Cam Taylor Britt. Uh, he's a he's he's like five eleven, five 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 eleven, five ten. But he attacks the ball carrier, um, and he plays aggressively. We didn't talk about Justin Ross from Clemson, dude. Two years ago, we were talking about this draft. Justin Ross would have been like a top ten pick. Yep. Um, you know, so there's there, I feel like this. This uh, this draft is full of deep talent, um, which is good because I think that's what the Bengals need is we just need to get more depth mm-hmm. um, because we were very uh, we're very lucky injury well, wise this past year. Too. Yeah, we're very young. We we're very lucky injury wise this past year. And so I, I think that um, that's just not going to happen two years in a row. Uh, also, so I, I brought up the Bernard Ryman guy from Central Michigan. Um, he's also 24 old man. Yeah. Yeah. For, for a first round draft pick 24, you might as well pick uh, what the fuck's his name. Brandon Weed <laughs> 27 or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Garrett Bowles, the, the left tackle for the Broncos who can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was 26 when he was a first round draft pick. Get that bag. <laughs> yeah. As long as the jets aren't drafting, I don't care, but this this felt good, Nick. It felt good to knock the rust off, get an episode out. Absolutely. Yeah, it felt, I know felt good. All of the one people that were asking for another episode, I know you guys are going to like this one. But, um, Nick, in the meantime, where can the people find you online, my friend? Uh, they can find me um, on Instagram at Nick, Um, And you can also find me on Twitter at Nick. I made the jump. Made the jump. I what about on jump. YouTube? YouTube, uh, Kneebrace Radio. So YouTube.com slash Kneebrace Radio. Stop by uh, catching killing some noobs in Call of Duty. Yeah, I'm I'm streamed in a little bit, but I might I might try to get on the sticks. Maybe maybe not today because I got to mow the grass, but we'll talk. I mowed the grass yesterday because I was off. Um, you can find me Kyle underscore Craig four on Instagram, Kyle underscore Craig thirty six on Twitter. All social medias at Knee Brace Radio. Give us a like, a follow, subscribe. Tell your mother, sister, brother, aunt, and uncle, and uh, we'll catch you on the flippity flop. Yeah, until next time, peace. See you.